Welcome to your new edition of the brand called You. Today I have uh, someone who I can probably call, call a quintessential entrepreneur. He's built so many startups I can't even talk about it. Sam Basla, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you. So Sam, in his own words, says that he did not go to a regular school, did not go to a regular college, yet did a BBA. Uh, he did a postgraduate in applied management, built several businesses, trained thousands of entrepreneurs, and is currently the founder of Startup India Foundation, Nexel and Brand Samosa. Sam, tell us a little bit about your early career and uh, some of the learnings and your challenges. Oh, it, it began around 17 years back. Uh, the first job that came out of necessity, I was still at school and uh, being the eldest in the family, I had to take care of the family. Mm -hmm. So uh, I had to start working in a, a small call center. It's, it's a BPO. So we were selling those uh, postpaid connections to the prepaid uh, card owners mm -hmm. of uh, Hutch. It's now called Vodafone now. So that was the first thing. Uh, and I continued into the BPO and uh, I grew up in the career, moved into operations, mm -hmm. training and everything else. Mm -hmm. uh, the challenges was like huge. I uh, had my earlier education, the school education till 10th in my, uh, with my maternal uncle. It's a remote village in uh, rural Haryana. Mm -hmm. So when I came to Delhi after completing 10th, uh, I could not speak Hindi properly. So I would call, I would speak the rural language, you know, and uh, that being in Delhi, uh, go, getting into call centers was a, was a big challenge because mm -hmm. I would not uh, be fit into the environment mm -hmm. and uh, it, it breaks down your confidence because the, your primary job is to talk Correct. and uh, you can't talk. Correct. I was the first person in my entire uh, family relationships who did 10th mm -hmm. for that mm -hmm. matter. So nobody was educated also. Mm -hmm. So th those were the biggest challenges, but I think uh, in the initial part of the career, it was more out of necessity. Mm -hmm. uh, the the hunger to learn and to improve, to be better, I think I kept going on uh, and, and here I am. I don't know. <laughs> it, it worked out beautifully. So, you know, you uh, were reading about you and you said you built nine profitable businesses. That's right. Uh, Tell me one or two of them before we get into more detailed discussions. The current one is Brand Samosa, mm -hmm. uh, which is uh, helping small businesses and startups in uh, building their uh, brands and doing their marketing mm -hmm. and uh, lead generation. Mm -hmm. We specifically work with the B2B clients. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, I started it this year earlier and uh, we've been doing good in that. 30 plus clients already. Uh, mm -hmm. We've helped almost 200 plus individuals in their branding. Okay. So we do that LinkedIn and then Nexel World is another one. Mm -hmm. uh, Two of the other startups I'm already working upon. Previous to this life, I uh, built three companies where we help uh, a couple of rental companies from Europe okay. in, in doing their sales operations. So we started with three people, mm. built the companies, 230. We're doing great in that. Okay. So these are some of the things that I'm Wonderful. doing currently. And then you're also uh, involved with Startup Foundation, Startup I'm, India I'm, Foundation. I'm the CEO for them. CEO. Yeah. It's uh, a trust actually. Tell me a little bit about uh, this foundation and the work that you do. Our Startup India Foundation came out uh, with the vision that the startup ecosystem in India is primarily focused in the metros mm -hmm. and uh, we have over uh, 500 million people who are coming to be added to the internet in the next 5-6 uh, years and majority of them are coming from the entire 2 tier 3 cities. Correct. Uh, the kind of education system that we have, uh, we've been training these kids to go for jobs and there are no jobs. Mm -hmm. The technology and automation is killing whatever is left out of jobs. Mm -hmm. That's why I traveled last year. I took out my car. I took out a road journey, 5,000 kilometers. I went to Tai Three, Tai Three cities, mm -hmm. met young people over there mm -hmm. and tried to understand their challenges. Mm -hmm. 
Now, internet has opened up the opportunity and we thought that we should be doing something for them wherein we're building the skills and the mindset for entrepreneurship. And uh, that is where the Startup India Foundation uh, vision came out of. So it's a non-profit trust. We registered it. I'm uh, currently the CEO of them. We're trying to build the ecosystem in Tire to Tire 3 cities wherein the mentors, the uh, investors and uh, the service providers mm. who bring in together. We work with colleges and schools and skill the young people so that they can start their businesses. Uh, the the bigger part is that the startups that they find or they, they start should be solving local problems because it's very difficult to copy some ideas from West and Correct. then try to implement. So give me a few things. examples of, uh, you know, the tier two, tier three uh, startup entrepreneurs. What are the kind of businesses they are taking up? Uh, I, I can take a couple of examples, for example, from my last trip, uh, I was in Patna and mm-hmm. I was talking to these young kids in a school mm-hmm. and one of the guys, uh, you know, he was studying in ninth, stood up and this boy said that I have, my, my father have, uh, you know, has, has a pawn shop mm-hmm. and we're doing good, but uh, I want to expand that and he's just like what, 14 years probably yeah. and I want to do that. Can you tell me how internet can help me in that? So we talked on that and this was basically live. We were putting that on Facebook live. There's another uh, idea wherein we talked about that there were a few people who uh, came up with this idea that uh, there are so many rickshaws in in Patna Mm -hmm. and uh, I uh, can put an ad behind the rickshaw and I can generate some revenue out of it. I mean, this is uh, going on in metros, yeah. but for these cities, these these are still new ideas. Now, you may not be reading about these uh, ideas in these startups in the Your Story and Entrepreneur in the big magazines, which normally people say that this is where the mirror of startup ecosystem is. Mm-hmm. But uh, these are not million dollar ideas and not million dollar businesses, but they are generating 40, 50, 60,000 rupees a month for that boy who otherwise would have landed without a job. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, that, I think, is a good story. And there are many examples like that. I mean, this is absolutely fascinating. You know, I've never spoken to anybody who's doing work in tier two, tier three cities and talking to you is so refreshing. Um, tell me, therefore, if you were to, again, based on your learnings from your 5,000 kilometer long trip, what kind of aspirations do the young people have in the tier two, tier three cities? Oh, I, it, it was mesmerizing, I would say. I mean, I grew up in, in that environment, but definitely then I uh, you know, had my earlier career in Delhi and then uh, did business with Americans and Europeans. So I wanted to understand what has happened in last decade or so because I kind of lost touch with uh, the village and everything. Sure. So uh, since they're connected with internet, so they can read what is happening in, you know, across the world. And they've been deprived for a very, very long time. Correct. So what happens is when you're deprived, you're, more, you're hungry and there's nobody around you to help you. So the desperation grows. And when you start seeing what is happening in the world, when you start reading the stories of 18 year old kid mm. making a million or billion dollar company mm. and all that, you're a young person. You yeah. want to do that. Correct. So I found these people hungrier. I found the, them uh, more desperate mm. and I also found them very grateful. Mm. Because uh, not every day it happens that somebody goes and uh, you know tries to hold their hand and tell them that I'm going to teach you. So that is a complete different thing. When you and when I compare that from Delhi or any other metro, I go to colleges. There's a sea of difference. Mm-hmm. It's 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 really fascinating and 
huge so if if you give them just a little bit of uh, skill or guidance mm-hmm. uh, they are on their own so just again for my understanding are they looking at technology startups are they looking at uh, startups in any other sectors i mean which areas would uh, a lot of them want to focus in they they just want an alternative they just want income they just want a little bit of freedom okay. because you know you you keep hearing these uh, re, you know stories and news everywhere mm. that uh, 5000 mbas applied for a pns job mm. and that's a reality majority of these people don't have any other option but to go for government jobs mm. now if you you've done an mba you've done an engineering and the only alternative that you have is to go for a pns job wherein mm. you're going to get 5000 rupees of salary it's not because you want to it's because that's the only way out now when now they are able to see there is an alternative wherein they can make money they can be financially independent they can take care of their families and their own dreams and probably can hope for the first time i guess in mm. in like 7 8 decades of our independence that is the bigger thing so Fantastic. it's not about technology or it's not about this kind of business that kind of business whatever that comes along they want to be entrepreneurs they want to be entrepreneurs they, they just want to have freedom and money and they just want to run for after their dreams that's it aspirations are the same for every young person every, around the world absolutely in fact we we work in africa also so nexel world is a community that we started last year mm. we are present in 10 countries in africa mm. and uh, i mean i was surprised that i found african young people more desperate than the indians because i i think they never had anything yeah. and now they they connected they all of a sudden have this device in their hands and they feel like that they for the first time can dream mm. and then can run for it so the the hope hope is awesome and that is contagious i i feel really pumped up and i have goosebumps when i talk to these kids every day and i think that's that's a beautiful thing amazing so you know uh, you are like a startup guru uh, you know and you're giving so much <laughs> advice and you're helping so thousands of people what in your opinion are some of the challenges a lot of these young people face in uh, with their startups or in their of fulfilling their entrepreneurial dreams in the tier 2 tier 3 cities uh first i i don't call myself a guru or something i've i've done enough work i guess i've made ton of ton of mistakes okay. and those mistakes has taught me something yeah. i definitely want to share uh, as much as i can and i'm going to ask you about some of your learnings from your mistakes yeah, sure but later uh so these kids i mean the, the challenges are first the mindset you know unless you see or visualize there is an alternative possibility uh, nothing happens i mean you would not be even aware that this exists this you can do it and uh, once that idea starts hitting you somehow uh, maybe you got in touch with somebody like me maybe you read an article somewhere or you visited a conference mm. or something happened and you kind of look oh my god this even exists mm. so that is something the biggest challenge that i fought mm. uh, you know uh, so the, the i think second challenge is uh, the society itself mm. Uh, parents don't encourage it society doesn't encourage it and the environment in our schools and colleges is not at all uh, i mean encouraging even it's dis- discouraging it it pulls them down and third it definitely the skills mm. uh, i mean you read the uh, news and article today and people may be telling that the reasons are lack of money lack mm. of anything I, i don't think that is it because mm. that's not my personal experience mm. also with these guys mm. i think uh, it's about skills it's about mindset in entire education in the schools and colleges in in the villages rather i would say tier 2 tier 3 cities uh, 
entrepreneurship or or leadership or you can do something on your own it's not even talked about mm. you don't have anybody around you which is who's doing something like that and and also you know i think in uh, in our the indian mindset yeah. and I'm, and i'm sure you experienced this in africa also most parents tell children get an education and get a job get a job right yeah the moment someone says that i want to do something on my own oh my god families don't allow you to do absolutely it. i mean not. i know when i was growing up and my father was a very highly respected brigadier and so on even at that time it was get an education and get a job absolutely yes is this changing it is changing in metros but in in the no, rural india no it is going to take time it's going to take a lot of time and i think for the first time uh, this government has started talking about something yeah. and it's still a long way to go but yes it is starting mm. it is definitely starting so tell me you know we also know that in the startup world 9 out of 10 startups don't make it yep if that is the statistic and if that is going to be extended into uh, all the young people you are also working with how are you going to talk about handling failure to them i do and i realize it's a, it's a big challenge i think the mistake that we've done is largely as a community as a society we've over glorified success mm. uh i mean if the only thing that i'm reading in in news and article is some kid raised funding and raising funding is attached to being successful i mean i learned the earlier in my career that when you raise funding it's a loan and you have to pay it back and taking credit from somebody was definitely not respected in my home it was yeah. like oh my god how could you take money from somebody you Absolutely. borrowed money Absolutely. and all of a sudden this is being you know celebrated mm-hmm. so uh, over glorification of success gives you wrong definitions of success and when you start attaching yourself to those milestones you're definitely bound to be under pressure mm-hmm. and the second definitely uh, bigger challenge that comes in is uh, when you're growing out of college let's say and you want your path and it's going to take time yeah. you're not making money and family is going after you and you're under pressure and then you see your friends traveling and flashing their jazzy offices and the office parties you're you're under pressure so this social pressure is 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 a is a bigger challenge mm-hmm. and uh, when i talk to these people i uh, talk to them about this that okay look it's not going to be overnight and it's not going to be a million dollar probably ever in your life right but this is the journey itself is going to be much better and you should fall in love with the journey mm. and once you get into that mindset wherein you are uh, changing the friends around you and i'm specifically using the word changing the friends around you because uh, entrepreneurship often is a lonely journey mm. there will be people around you but you need to have very clear understanding of who's going to be my friend who pulls me up and rest of them is just crowd and you need to be selective with those very people nice. very nice if, if those two things can be worked around it's difficult I, i'm i'm admitting that it's difficult but i think that's the only way very interesting so you know moving on to your experience now as uh, someone who has mentored so many startups uh first question is that i meet a lot of people who believe that i should do the business solo mm-hmm. and many people say i should have a co-founder mm. what are your thoughts you cannot run a business solo okay that's a dream a wishful thinking for a lot of people but it's just not mm-hmm. uh you can be a self employed person but uh, that's still going to be having a lot of limitations mm-hmm. you see to run a business you need 
a different mindset. You need somebody who can build a product. You can need somebody who can sell a product. Then you need somebody who can bring in the fund and then somebody who can hire people and manage them. Now, when you're trying to do all of these things on your own, you're trying to be perfect. And what starts happening is that you start working on your weaknesses. Now, we are born with some certain sure. uniqueness. Sure. And I would suggest and I do that myself that rather than trying to work upon my weaknesses, I would triple down on my strengths and then be humble enough to tell myself that these are the things that I'm not good at and uh, you are awesome at those things and here is the deal and uh, let's work it out and then respect your domain and you, I, uh, I, I do my thing. That's well. So having co-founders uh, is definitely a good deal but the way young kids or young uh, entrepreneurs or these startup people mm -hmm. choose co-founders is a very bad strategy. So what happens in a normal situation that you are studying in a class mm -hmm. and you have three friends and you discuss something overnight and you fell in love with the idea. Mm -hmm. Now, you know each other, you trust each other and you're kind of very strong friends. It's mm -hmm. like, yeah, we have nice bonding. Let's do it together. Mm -hmm. The problem is that because you have the same mindset, because you have the same background and education and skill, mm -hmm. you think same. Mm -hmm. Now, if all of you are tech guys, you are awesome in building it. Mm -hmm. Who's going to sell it? Mm -hmm. Who's going to bring in the money? And therefore, you need to have those people who are complimenting you on the skill and mindset, mm -hmm. not the ones necessarily that you like or hate. That's, that's not the way it is. Correct. I may hate you Correct. on a personal level, but if you bring in some awesome expertise to the business, yeah. you should be in the team. Very well said. So, you know, again, moving on uh, to the next question for startups. After seeing so many, yeah. what are, in your opinion, some of the basic mistakes a lot of startup uh, entrepreneurs make? <laughs> the first is assuming that it's going to be an overnight success. Okay. It doesn't. Yeah. Right? I, I say that it's, it's hard work. It is hard work. Yeah. Uh, and it is going to be long. Mm. Uh, I, I tell young people in their language that it's going to be marriage. It's mm. not going to be like a, an affair or something. I mean, marriages do. Uh, you, you can walk out of them, Correct. but at least before you walk out of them, you give it a try. Yeah. You give you be there six, seven, eight, nine years. Mm. You, you try to fix everything. So I think that is the mindset, first of all. And the second is uh, I put a lot of emphasis on skills. I mean, wishful thinking is good. Uh, there are people who say that and I tell them, you know, you, you climb this building and you try to jump from it. Mm. And I will definitely prove that you need wings. Mm. So, and the skill is the major part. I mean, if I have a product, I need to know the technicalities, uh, how to take that out to the market. I Correct. need to know how to do the market research. I need to know the technicalities of building an awesome product, which market likes. Mm. I need to know how the finances of a company work. Mm. So skilling is important and uh, thankfully we have mobile phone and internet. It can be learned, but self-learning is something which never been taught to us. Mm. It's always guided from the school. It's always guided from the teachers. Yeah. And that's where most of the people fail. Mm. I think if, if we can fix these two things, then rest of everything falls in place. Very interesting. I, I mean, I'll add one more yeah, line to yeah, it. If yeah. People say that uh, lack of resources is not our challenge. Mm. It's not our problem. Being resourcefulness is, is what it takes. Mm. And it's the ability using which you can find resources. Mm. There are people who are willing to put in money. Sure. There are people who are willing to help you out. You just need to know how to get to them and then how to take them on board, right. how to seek for help. So Sam, uh, moving to 
the next part of the program, which is a few questions for mm-hmm. you personally. Um, you know, you came out of uh, a village and you really built your whole life uh, into what you are today, that you're helping so many other people. Have you had any mentors in life who have helped you? And if yes, what kind of help did you get from them? Uh, I think I think uh, not the formal mentors. And I think for me personally, I suggest that it, it doesn't work ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, because learning comes from within. And if you're looking for learning, uh, you can learn from people. So I've learned from my uh, bosses when I was working. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I would finish my work and... Uh, uh, he was doing something on his laptop and he was trying to build some charts and presentations for the management and I would sit behind him and it's like, what, what are you doing? And he's like, go back, finish your work. And he's like, I'm done. I want to do this. I want to learn this. Mm. And it's like, and then he would give me that if I insist. And then he would teach me also. So I think it was me who wanted to learn, wanted to grow, do things. And then there were good people. There were enough people who were around me. Mentorship is like that. Mm. Uh, you need to be clear what you want and uh, then people will just appear. Very good. Sometimes, and today it can be Google for you. It can mm. be a lot of people. I agree with you. Because when, when I'm on the other side, when I go and uh, try to teach people, I've realized that unless unless the student is ready, teacher cannot do anything. Absolutely. It's, it's, a, it's a marriage between the both. In fact, I like your comment about Google being a great mentor. Because it I is. think we all turn to Google for... Everything. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. <laughs> I was in Kanpur and uh, one, one of the offices I set up and there were so many people and uh, they were saying uh, that, oh, you say you never went to college, you say uh, you, you came out of a village and you know so many things. Mm-hmm. How do you know so many things? I took out my phone from my pocket and I said, I have this. <laughs> and I said, what do you have And then I said, I have Google in it. And then they say, we do you know what happens in that case, the differentiation might be when I type, I type uh, great articles to read or how to be a businessman or how to be a better salesperson. And what you might be typing is Santa Vanta ke joke mm-hmm. and maybe yeah. some great pictures or some funny videos. I mean, that, that's the differentiation. Now, who teaches you that? And if you're looking for the information, it will be available. Yeah, very good. So, you know, clearly you are a very determined young person who has achieved a lot. What would be three words that define you? Oh, that defines me. Uh, I think I want to live a legendary life. Mm -hmm. I'm a very ambitious person in that sense. I want to be read in books. I want to be posted on walls Mm -hmm. uh, in schools and probably in in homes wherein young kids when they are... uh, in growing in their homes and the, the moms and dads uh, can point out to the, that picture and say, you know, you can be like him. Mm. I think that's an inspiration uh, that I have. And uh, I don't know if this is going to be a reality or not, I'm but sure. I think uh, running after this dream and creating a story of, of uh, your life, I think the journey itself is going to be worth. I remember I wrote an article wherein the closing line was, uh, for me, journey is the destination. Very good. It's not going anywhere. Very it's nice. happening right now. Very nice. Are you superstitious? No, I'm not. No? Okay. So, you know, I'm going to ask you a question that I ask all my guests. And this has to do with failure. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam, what are some of your learnings from some of your mistakes or your failures? 
बिकॉज ऑफ माई माइंड कंडीशनिंग आई पेड अटेंशन टू मनी ओवर रिलेशनशिप एंड दैट हर्ट मी इन बिजनेस आई एम टॉकिंग अबाउट आई लर्न आउट ऑफ दैट एंड इन माई नेक्स्ट ऑपरचुनिटी वेन आई गॉड एंड द्वेश्चन वॉज टू लीव फोर्टी लैख रुपीज ऑन द टेबल एंड अर्न अ रिलेशनशिप आई डिसाइडेड टू गो आफ्टर द रिलेशनशिप एंड इट पेड बैक वेरी वेरी नाइस द सेकेंड लर्निंग हैज बीन to have the courage and the guts to give without expecting let me put that into you know the perspective what i'm saying here is a lot of people believe that uh, when you do something let's say i'm i'm doing 5 kilo good to you i'm assuming that one this has to come back from you and at least 5 kilo has to come back the way karma principle works is that i'm going to do a ton of good work into the universe it will go around it will come back that's for sure it can be 5 into 50 and it can be some from through somebody else so i believe in that karma and that this this whole thing allows me to uh, do good if i can and not expect it to come back from me but i definitely uh, know that it's going to come back mm-hmm. uh, and these are not the thing that i've read in books uh, these are the things which i've learned through experience okay. and i think that this is one thing that allows me to keep going and keep doing the work that i am doing fantastic hundreds and thousands of people will watch your interview yes there will be many people who have aspirations to become entrepreneurs yes what would your advice be to a young 18 19 20 year old wanting to start a business there would be two advices i would give uh, one would be that uh, for the first time in the history of humanity uh, we have so easy access to information and people and tools and resources it has never happened before and uh, if you are born in this age and if you are in your teenage uh, you have an historical opportunity and i think you would uh, regret it for the rest of your life and even the generations to come that you did not capitalize on this opportunity you need to understand that what is happening around you and this is historical you could have been born in somalia to a you know parent mm-hmm. and you could have you could have died in war like situation or you could have been born with some physical deformities mm-hmm. but you're not mm-hmm. right you you're happy today you're healthy and you're with the parents and you, and the, you have this opportunity to listen to this all Correct. right you should use it mm-hmm. so this is once in a lifetime opportunity and uh, you you should go after it like really really the the second thing is uh, i think if if somebody believes in the concept of god i know that we we've not seen him or her right because it doesn't happen that way what the nature of the god of the creation does it it when it wants to do something it picks people it acts through some of us mm-hmm. and i think if you as a entrepreneur can put your the momentary pleasures of having job and instant gratification aside mm-hmm. and take the pain of grinding and working hard and building something which not only benefits you but also provides the job and the freedom to many others probably 10 1500 i think it's it's a noble cause you're able to build lives for others and i think in that sense i call entrepreneurs as being agents of god mm. so i think these are the two biggest reasons uh, you should jump for it at least try you still have a lot of life mm. ahead with you if it mm. doesn't work out you'll still be happy that you at least tried correct Sam thank you very much it's been an absolutely incredible learning experience speaking to you i wish you lots of success and lots of good luck thank you very much for having me here
Thank you. It's a wonderful talk. Thank you for listening to the Brand Called You podcast. Be sure to visit tbcy.in to join the conversation, access show notes and discover fantastic bonus content. You can follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Simply search for the brand called you. Thank you and see you next week.